at the Amanda Seal Show. How's everybody doing out there? I hope that you are doing even better now that you are listening to the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals, joined by the Kid Nails and Amanda. (laughs) You are very hype. You're very hype. I had like a very. Uh, I feel like I'm, I'm, I have a new regimen that I'm doing every morning and I feel like it's, it's getting me in a better space. Uh, but I feel oh, like, oh, wait, um, the, the, the pee popping on the headstand, on the headstand, right? I, it, I am not pee popping. <laughs> I am doing a headstand every morning for three and a half minutes. I've also started taking cold showers in the morning. And uh, I'm also stretching in the morning, which I hate to break it to you. It's it's helping. This is the thing. The older thi- the older we get, you start to have to like do regimental things. And you're just like, why? I also had to get a neck pillow to sleep with <laughs> because I keep getting injured. Well, I mean, your body's yes. probably used to you traveling so much that you sleep sitting up, right? So when you finally sleep laying down in your bed comfortably like you should... Your body's like, oh nah, this ain't this ain't normal right here. <laughs> it's the opposite. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I just I'm just like, how can I do as many things as possible to feel better without working out? <laughs> like that's <laughs> essentially how that goes. And uh it's working, y'all. It's working. The cold shower thing, let me tell you. Y'all, there's a lot of bad energy that's going on in the world. And if you're an empath, like, or you're just anyone who's, like, aware and alert, like, you take that in. So you have to, like, do things to try and manage, like, not being in kind of, like, a dull Eeyore gray space if that's, like, a something that can naturally happen to you. Like, some people are just on the, they're, like, they're just up. They're just an up energy. But sometimes some of us is like, ugh, how do I fight this? That cold shower, it gets you up. And apparently cold showers increase the amount of dopamine that your body is creating. So we're out here, y'all. Uh, but we're in here to give you some black hearing news. So Nails, what do we want to talk to the people about? Rupert Murdoch, the man who heads the whole Fox Corporation, he acknowledged that his reporters, well, they endorse false stolen election claims. Mm, mm, mm. What else we got going on? The FCC, they re- received more than 100 complaints about Rihanna's Super Bowl halftime performance, called it rude and obscene. That just a bunch of Kevins and Karens. I mean, listen, <laughs> the FCC really should be actually doing more about what's going on with Fox News. But nonetheless, we're going to talk about this. And we are also going to have a conversation with DJ Nails, where he is going to declare to us on this, the first day of Women's History Month. Three reasons why he loves women. Mm-hmm. Get it. It's going down. All right here. All right here on the Amanda Seals Show. So make sure to stay connected with us on social media at Seal Said It. Give us a call, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Listen, laugh, and learn, y'all. It's the Amanda Seals Show. Show. I am Amanda Seals, rocking out right here with DJ Nails. And, uh, you know, the Fox News Dominion case has been in the mix and there was a bombshell deposition that went down. <laughs> Let's tell the people about it. Big bombshell. Rupert Murdoch, who's the head man in charge at the Fox Corporation. He snitched on his own people, y'all. He just came, it just came out this weekend that he admitted in a deposition that his hosts on Fox News, they endorsed the Trump 
false election fraud claims. And that caused that whole $1.6 billion lawsuit from Dominion, who's the company that has the whole election machines. Well, the filing Mm -hmm. also showed that he even called the claims BS himself. So, okay, when I first heard about this snitchery, I was like, wow, like, why would he do that to his own host? But then I thought about it and it's like, well, the lawsuit from Dominion is against Fox News. It's not against its employees. Right. So it's not against them individually. So he's basically saying I'm going to sell out my employees and say that it's them who decided to push this, not Fox News. That was my initial thought. But then it's like, yeah, but you already knew that they were doing it. And he even said in the deposition, yeah, I knew they were doing it and we should have stopped it. So therefore, to me, that means that he is admitting fault. So I don't know if he's doing this to try and make it so that they can settle and go for a lesser fee. But like Rupert Murdoch is like a real ruthless businessman. Like he's like Tommy Shelby and Peaky Blinders in my mind. So I don't know what the end game mastermind thing is right here, but it definitely does have one. Just trust that it has one. Um, I, This is, this is disgusting just to hear like even Donald Trump called him out on social media as well. was like, yo, why'd you throw them under the bus? Which basically means, uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. I don't know what it means. I know that all of these folks are terrible people and they lied to their entire viewership willingly and willfully. And it was definitely for a reason that has to do with money and power. And the people that watch their show believe everything they say yep. and they know it. And so when you know that people are listening and you know that they believe everything you say and you willfully lie to them, realistically, they should no longer trust you. But unfortunately, that's not going to be the case. Nope. They're going to still trust them. Why? Because they only watch Fox News and you know they ain't talking about this on Fox News. No, they are not. Can somebody like hack Fox News and just have me on for one day and just like really get them riled up? Can we do that? No? Hilarious. Okay. What do we else? What else we got going on? Hey, shout out to Riri because you know it ain't a bunch of uh, black people. This is a bunch of Kevins and uh, Karens that are complaining about this. Apparently, Rihanna's halftime show from the Super Bowl, it garnered... Over a hundred complaints from the FCC calling her performance obscene, and uh, they're saying that she was had her dress uh, like the dancers dressed up as sperms and, and clouds and stuff. I said, "Wait, what?" <laughs> Even if the dancers were like dressed in all white, like that doesn't mean that they were sperms. <laughs> you know, like some people have said that it could have some type of artistic rendering of like an imagery of reproduction, but ultimately, like it's not like they had tails and big heads. Like they weren't costumed as sperms but you had said that there were like 2.8 million people that watched this or something like 3.3 million and of that number only 100 people felt like they needed to call and complain fine 28 one thing i will say though is 20 oh my bad 28 million watched this 100 people had an issue those are good numbers and realistically speaking they got rihanna light had rihanna not had a gut full of human okay they would have got a whole Barbados crop over, wind up, wind down. Tell that road boy, boy, can I get that out? Like, I mean, it would have been a whole other situation. So they better be happy that all they got was a little wine, wine and a little slap, slap. And then these guys dressed up in white puff coats. Get out of here. Get out of here. Now, coming up next, we're going to continue with this convo about what makes somebody corny, okay? Now, there was a whole thing that went viral because Michael B. Jordan was on a red carpet and he said, you know, remember when you call me corny? Right. We're going to get to the bottom with our callers on who or what you think defines corny when we come back right here at The Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to The Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals here and it is the first day of women's History Month. Yes, it is. And 
in honor of the first day of Women's History Month, I wanted to put nails on the spot. Uh-oh. Nails, <laughs> I would love for you to please tell us, the people, us, three reasons why you love women. Well, the first thing is, I mean, it's the originator of life. Like, women give us life. They bear us. They, they carry us for those nine months. That's the true protector right there. Our original best friend, first best friend, right? Second one is the role model that is always going to be there. It's always going to point you in the right direction, even if you need mm-hmm. a conscious that's going to tell you the right things or even going to tell you the things that you don't want to hear at the times that you don't want to hear. And then the third thing, I'm going to like hone in on just one specific type of woman, black women, the swag and, okay. and, and just the, uh, the melanin that I just it's just something different about black women, just the way that y'all respond. It was just the way that you keep us in line. It's just the swag that just drip off you when you walk outside. And if y'all see each other and this. This is one of those uh, Amanda Seals comments right here. You walk past somebody black in a, in a, a black woman in a, a shop or a store or something, and she killing it the way y'all compliment each other. Okay, pink skirt. You know, that type. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So, you know, happy black. Happy, happy okay, woman. polka dots. <laughs> there it is. Okay, polka dots. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's three reasons right there. I mean, I could continue, but that's three happy reasons. Happy women's history. No need, no need. Those were strong three. Those were strong three. So happy Women's History Month to everyone out there. You know, we got to show love to each other. And if if you have never found yourself giving a woman on the street a compliment, even because you're like, oh, I don't know if I should, let this be the month that you say, you know what? I'm a compliment a stranger. Nothing like getting a compliment from a stranger and it's not sexual. It's just shouting out your flyness, right? I mean, I'll yell from a car. I see you yell. It's not a problem. It is not a problem. So, happy Women's History Month. Thank you for that, Nails. We got more show for you. When we get back, we're going to hear from our callers. So don't go anywhere. This is the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. First day of March. I hate to do it, but I got to remind you. Rent is due. All right, this is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Nails, and that's Amanda Seals right there. Welcome back to the show. 855-AMANDA-8. 855-262-6328. That's the phone line to call us up anytime to chime in on any other conversation you hear on the podcast or on the show. All right. We actually have a caller right now who's commenting on the story that we covered when a Twitter user asked, is it a red flag if a woman does not have any friends? 855-AMANDA-8. What's going on? Yeah, I basically just wanted to talk about how I think, you know, friends and how people kind of get into having friends. What I've noticed is that most people be having friends based off of their interests instead of their goals. So I think if more people have friends based off of their goals, then relationships will flow a lot easier, including um, romantic relationships, business relationships, uh, friendships, any kind of relationship, you know, they're kind of based around your goals, then they seem to flow a lot easier than being based around your interests. I hear him. Interesting. Wouldn't a friend be like, if somebody's friending someone based off of their goals and not necessarily their, their interests, wouldn't that other friend be like, damn, are you using me? Right? I think maybe what he's saying is not necessarily that like you're befriending them to advance your goals, but you're befri- you all both have the same types of uh-huh. goals. Like you, like I feel like at a certain point in my life, I kind of naturally like moved away from people who had different like goals in mind, like people who were really like wanting fame. 
Like, mm. like that's a goal for them. Like we just didn't connect anymore. Cause that's not something that I consider to be like valuable. Right. But mm. like people who have like a goal of like, I want to just be peace. I want chill. Like, I think that that's different than interest. Whereas like, I feel like interest is like, you like football? So do I. Like that, <laughs> like that's interest. Because I will tell, I will say this, like back in the day when it was like, I, when I was younger, I will say like, I feel like I had friends who it was more surface. I think, I think maybe how I'm interpreting what he's saying is that like, interests are more surface and goals have like a more deeper root, like in your value system. And so like, if you're friends with someone just because like both of y'all like to go to the club, you know, like that doesn't mean that you guys have like the same like values, right? That doesn't mean that you have the, the same goals. And so I think that's maybe what he's saying. Maybe that, not, that but that's kind of what I'm interpreting. Going to the club times out anyway. Maybe, you know, if, if, if you and a friend have the same interest in football, yeah, y'all can go to football games together, you know, or talk on the phone about a football right. game that just happened. But the club, well. Yeah, that times out. At a certain point, I hope it times out. I hope so. <laughs> uh, we, <laughs> I hope so. But that's an interesting concept, you know, interest versus goals. What do you all think? Hit me up, 1-855-262-6328. 1-855-262-6328. Coming up next, people everywhere are talking about Coach Prime, Deion Sanders, and what he looks for when recruiting a quarterback versus a defensive lineman. Well, we're going to get into that. Uh, Not because I really care, but because some people listening care about sports. And so we're going to talk about it right here on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. We speak the Amanda Seals show. I am Amanda Seals joined by DJ Nails. This is a show where we (laughs) give you facts and laughs and all that good stuff. Try to get your day going in the right direction. And uh, we have got some black news we got to get into. This is we got some stories that I want to definitely talk about. So let's get into it. Yeah, we're going to go down to the Sunshine State, um, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. He signed a bill that gives him more control over Disney's special district. We got to break that down this hour so y'all can understand what we're talking about with that. Yes, I think that it's very crazy how he's continuing to be able to do this. It's like actually like fascinating to me as somebody who's from Orlando that like Disney is even allowing this. Like, I feel like it. Mm. I don't know about you, but I feel like there's so much money. How y'all letting this ride? So we got to talk, tell y'all more about it. I, I, Cause I'm, I'm at a loss. I'm at a loss. What else we got going on? Football coach, coach prime, Deion Sanders. Well, people are saying he's playing into stereotypes and he pissed people off on social media yesterday. So we'll jump into what he said this hour. Now, for the record, it is very easy to piss people off on social media for a myriad of reasons, right? People can't read. People don't listen. People just are angry with their lives. And so they're waiting to be pissed off. So that's not necessarily like a fair metric. But I just want to give him the general like space of the Amanda Seals show for us to just listen to the words and put our own two cents in outside of the hype that the internet has already put on it. So that's what we're going to do when we talk about that. Now, speaking of hype that the internet's are putting on things, Lil Wayne has now said 
No offense to Jay-Z, Sean Carter, Hove, but I'm better. Yes, this is another all-time rapper debate. We're going to get into it. And of course, you guys are going to have your points of view. So make sure you give us a call. 1-855-AMANDA-8. We also have the... Let down. So don't go anywhere. And remember, if you miss any of the show, you can listen to our daily podcasts available wherever you get your podcasts. Listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seals Show. Amanda Seals show. I am Amanda Seals and I am here with uh, DJ Nails and we are both from Florida and we have both spent time in Orlando in our lives. Uh, oh. So we know how powerful Disney is. Super powerful. But this right here blows my mind. And yes. This is even allowed to happen. Mm-hmm. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, he is showing the country what type of president he would be if he was to get elected. Last year, Disney spoke up against him when he dropped that don't say gay bill. And this week, he went down to Disney's front door to sign a bill that would give him new power over Disney and take away their self-governing power. This right here blows my mind that it's even being allowed and they're not even like the state isn't even riled up and pissed off about this because he keeps claiming that Florida is the land of the free and all this stuff. But he clearly is doing fascist things. And yet everyone that I know that's in Florida who's not like me like like when I speak to just people like that are in Florida they're like yeah it's a land of the free and I'm like what are you drinking like it's very clearly not <laughs> like why is this something that you're not picking up on but you know what it, it this is what it is you know I never thought I'd be like defending Disney in this way right like you never thought that Disney would need to be defended but the fact is that all of this started coming out because Disney stood up against the don't say gay bill. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently like one of the head haunches of Disney um, is gay. Like one of the heirs to the Disney fortune is gay and was like, yeah, nah, this isn't going to ride. But Everybody who's listening, like pay attention to what that man's doing, dude. Like being down there. I remember when I was still home in Florida, this man signed, a, signed into law that you couldn't protest and all this stuff. So he was getting ready mm-hmm. and laying the groundwork for him to do this mm-hmm. type of fascist movements and people can't protest what he's doing. Stay woke. Stay alert, y'all. Stay alert. All right. Now, next up, this has been causing a lot of, you know, chit chatter and uproar, but we're going to give our two cents on it. Please bring us up to speed on Coach Prime. Well, Coach Prime, Deion Sanders, where a lot of people who are listening, you know, he was the head coach at Jackson State, left and went over to Colorado State. Well, he was doing an interview and uh, they asked him, who are the type of players you're looking for? And what would you recommend for players who are coming to play for Colorado State? This is what he said. Quarterbacks are different. Yeah. We want mother, father, you know, dual parent. Mm-hmm. We want that kid to be three, five and up because he's got to be smart. Mm-hmm. Um, not bad decisions off the field uh, at all mm-hmm. because he has to be a leader of men. It's so many different attributes and what we look for. Uh, physical, I mean, offensive line. My defensive line is totally opposite. What do you mean? Single mama. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Trying to get it. Uh, he's on free lunch. I mean, like, uh, uh, I mean, I'm talking about just trying to make it. He's trying to rescue mama. Like, mama barely made the flight. Heard a part Okay, so of why are people upset about this? Because they, they immediately started thinking, man, this dude is shucking and jiving for white people because they immediately started thinking, okay, he's describing a black athlete, right? He even said in that second part, he, you even heard he cut himself off, he stopped himself, but he was about to say a hood, you know, hood. And I was disappointed when I heard it because I did see a lot of people in the comments and stuff on that video saying, um, uh, 
he didn't say anything about race. He didn't say anything about race. But then I also challenged those people to think like if that was a white coach that said that same thing, they'd be pissed off. Yeah. But why do we keep comparing black coaches? Like what if a white person said this? Like, yeah, because if a white person said it, they are the benefactors of how many hundreds of years of privilege they were. They are the descendants of slavers. They are, of course, a part of a football uh, institution that does not give black folks the just due that they deserve. So like, yeah, it wouldn't be the same because he's not carrying the same thing as a white coach. I think when I heard him say this, I feel like there's something to be said for the fact that when people heard him say a 3.5 GPA, two parent household, didn't get into and get into any trouble. I think it's problematic that black folks heard him describe that person and they immediately thought, oh, that's a white person. There are very, very many like black players who meet both criteria. And I think that there is something very like just plain and simple about the fact that he's been in this business a long time as a player, as a coach, and he is not necessarily someone who is the most eloquent at getting his point across. <laughs> so, which is why he had to catch himself when he said, not today, not today. But, you know, Russell Wilson, he fits this inside, he fits this whole description. What's 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 the problem? <laughs> I'm just saying. We gotta get moving because we gotta talk about Tonchi versus Hovito. Stick around right here. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kiskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kiskali is right for you. The Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals and I am a affirmed and proud hip hop head. Okay. Anybody who truly knows me knows that I do not play when it comes to the raps and the lyricists, especially pre 2005. So this story is very particularly interesting to me. You talking about Lil Wayne. <laughs> Lil Wayne calling out this list right here. He was on the list of the greatest rappers of all time, right? Number one on this list was Jay-Z, but Lil Wayne sat down and he said, nah, nah, no disrespect to Jay-Z, but I'm him. I'm number one. Let's keep in mind that there's other rappers who are ahead of him. Lil Wayne ended at number seven. Hove was number one. Big, Pac, Nas, K-Dot. All of them are ahead of Lil Wayne on this list. But Lil Wayne said, nah, nah, I'm him. So you, you don't agree with that? is better than all of them. So let's just start there. Okay. <laughs> 103,000 is better than all. Okay. He said, the kids call me Sonny. The hood calls me Stax. The bees call me Honey. Hollywood calls me back. Like, I just feel like y'all don't understand what's going on. Like, that <laughs> verse on International Players Anthem, like, if you're really, really listening, you're going to understand that, like, he's on another stratosphere, okay? I wrote a text to a girl I used to see till then I met this cutie by with who I want to be, and I apologize if this message gets you down, then I CC'd every girl that I CC around yes, time. Come, come on, Cadence! <laughs> Come on. He says every with dreads for the cause is every goals for the fall. No, so don't get caught up in appearance. I'll cast the criminal of the black experience. Like y'all don't understand. My mind floats the wind, warps the wind, counts to 10. Andre Bent. Like y'all. Okay. Okay. We can't act like Lil Wayne ain't say real G's move in silence like lasagna. Why you leaving me playing like that? Like, I get it. Like, the G is silent in lasagna. Like, I, yeah. I get it. I get it. And, and but you that's said, just a basic metaphor. That's just a simple an analogy. Like, yeah, I mean, mother, I, like, I'm ill, not sick. 
but I'm okay, but my watch sick. Oh my God. Yeah, Jay-Z said, y'all me. Like he said, y'all me. Like I, there's a million Jay-Z quotes that I could pull out here as well, right? I'm not even in this fight because I feel like Dre is better than both of them. So, <laughs> like Andre better than both of them. I think though that they, at the very least though, are, are MCs that were dedicated and are dedicated to lyricism. And that's what's most interesting to me. I think rap as an art form is so rooted in lyricism and that has really like become something that's just not really held up to the light anymore. I don't think lyrics mm. and cadence and finding a way to ride a beat and also simultaneously say something clever and also tell a story like those things aren't honored in emceeing like it used to be once upon a time. And that's something that I really miss from today's music. But what do you all think? Is it Wheezy or is it Hove? Now, remember, there really is no right answer. There's no right answer. OK, but who's going to give us the most convincing argument? That's what I want to hear from y'all callers. OK, one 262 Who's going to get on here and convince us with the best argument that their MC, Jay-Z or Little Wheezy, Toonchi, is the G-O-A-T? one 855 That's 1-855-262-6328. Can't stop by from drinking Thai Thai's. What do you say? Can't stop by from drinking my ties or tie tie done in a vata ha ha pa pa word life. Come on. <laughs> the Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Hump day Wednesday. This is the Amanda Seal Show. Hey, shout out to everybody who's listening to us while they at work to help time fly by. Like my homeboy Donovan. He's listening over in Maine on the podcast. Wherever you get your podcast, just type in the Amanda Seal Show. Maine? In Maine, in Bedford, Maine. That's where bro live at. He's from what Florida too. What are doing so. in Maine? He, he moved up there with his girl. So, you know. But she white. No, she black. She actually from Africa. Went to school with us at Bethune Cookman, matter of fact. Yes. Yes. What are they doing in Maine? Maine, y'all have to understand, Maine is like super duper, like a next level kind of white. <laughs> it's the whiteness that I don't think many of us can even understand. What are they doing in Maine? Um. Uh, well, she eating lobster. She, That's what they're you know, doing. They're definitely eating a lot, eat a lot of, lobster. of seafood up there. Uh, because both of them cook too. But she works in the medical world, and um, and he's up there helping out with some stuff too. And he works in the medical world too. So shout out to both of them up there in Maine. Maine is such a random state. Like I, f- people forget about Maine. You know what I'm saying? Like no one's really going to Maine. But shout out to them in Maine. All right. Well, <laughs> I love it. I love to see us spreading our wings and going to new places. That's what's up. You ready for the big up, let down? Let's give somebody a salute and somebody a thumbs down. I am, I am ready. Today's big up, big up. goes to all of the artists who have said, nah, I'm good, to performing at King Charles's crowning ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's been a difficult find to get musical acts who are willing to perform at his coronation concert. Y'all, apparently, Adele, Ed Sheeran, Harry Styles, Elton John, and even the Spice Girls have all declined invitations to join in the festivities. I'll tell you what I want. What I really, really want is not to perform at your coronation. (laughs) That's basically what it is. That is a doozy. Listen, like it was a really big deal when Queen Elizabeth was like anointed and all that stuff. And they haven't had anything like this since 1953. So it's a really big deal. They distribute like 10,000 free tickets to the public. It's a whole thing. And they going to end up performing. The, the people are going to end up coming and seeing like no real performance. It's going to end up being a high school marching band. So, you know, good luck. <laughs> good luck, Charles. That must be a real blow to the ego. That's when you say, you know what? Let's just not do it. That's when 
That's when you realize that you were about to throw a big party and no one can come and you just try to act like, you know what? I think it'd be best if we do something small. Mm-hmm. Let's just do something intimate and small. It's like whatever you got to tell yourself. So that is today's big up, big up. And if you're wondering why I'm giving it a big up, it's because the royal, the, the consistency, the, con- the continuance of the royal family the who are part of keeping colonialism alive and the continuance of this whole royal family shenanigan and now this whole coronation is really just a, a continuance of of colonialism. That's what it is. So when these artists are saying, nah, I don't want to be a part of that, what they're saying is, I don't want to support the continuance of colonialism. It's time for the Big Up Letdown on the Amanda Seal Show. Wednesday, this is the Amanda Seal Show. Hey, shout out to everybody who's listening to us while they're at work to help time fly by. Like my homeboy Donovan, he's listening over in Maine on the podcast. Wherever you get your podcast, just type in the Amanda Seal Show. Maine? In Maine, in Bedford, Maine. That's where bro live at. He's from Florida, too. What are you doing in Maine? He moved up there with his girl. So, you know. but She white? No, she black. She actually from Africa. Went to school with us at Bethune Cookman, matter of fact. Yes, yes. What are they doing in Maine? Maine, Y'all have to understand, Maine is like super duper, like a next level kind of white. (laughs) It's a whiteness that I don't think many of us can even understand. What are they doing in Maine? Um, uh, well, she eating lobster. Like a, That's what they you know, doing. They're definitely eating a lot, eating a lot of, of seafood up there uh, because both of them cook too. But she works in the medical world, and um, and he's up there helping out with some stuff too. And he works in the medical world too. So shout out to both of them up there in Maine. Maine is such a random state. Like I, f- people forget about Maine. You know what I'm saying? Like no one's really going to Maine. But shout out to them in Maine. All right. Well, <laughs> I love it. I love to see us spreading our wings and going to new places. That's what's up. You ready for the big up letdown? Let's give somebody a salute and somebody a thumbs down. I am, I am ready. Today's big up, big up. goes to all of the artists who have said, nah, I'm good, to performing at King Charles's crowning ceremony. <laughs> Yo, it's been a difficult find to get musical acts who are willing to perform at his coronation concert. Y'all, apparently, Adele, Ed Sheeran, Harry Styles, Elton John, and even the Spice Girls have all declined invitations to join in the festivities. I'll tell you what I want. What I really, really want is not to perform at your coronation. (laughs) That's basically what it is. That is a doozy. Listen, like it was a really big deal when Queen Elizabeth was like anointed and all that stuff. And they haven't had anything like this since 1953. So it's a really big deal. They distribute like 10,000 free tickets to the public. It's a whole thing. And they gonna end up performing. The, the people are gonna end up coming and seeing like no real performance. It's gonna end up being a high school marching band. So you know, good luck, <laughs> good luck, Charles. That must be a real blow to the ego. That's when you say, you know what? Let's just not do it. That's when, that's when you realize that you were about to throw a big party and no one can come, and you just trying to act like, you know what? I think it'd be best if we do something small. Mm-hmm. Let's just do something intimate and small. It's like whatever you got to tell yourself. So that is today's big up, big up. And if you're wondering why I'm giving it a big up, it's because the royal, the the consistency, the con- the continuance of the royal family. These are the f- who are a part of keeping colonialism alive and the continuance of this whole royal family shenanigan. And now this whole coronation is really just a, a continuance of, co- of colonialism. That's what it is. So when these artists are saying, nah, I don't want to be a part of that. What they're saying is I don't want to support the continuance of colonialism and this royal family holding some type of like power in this country when they contribute nothing. OK, nothing but tabloid headlines. That is the big up, big up. And the letdown.
goes to Volkswagen. Amanda, why are you giving a Volkswagen letdown? Let me tell you why. Okay. There was a two-year-old in the back seat of a car the other day that had been abducted during a crazy carjacking where this woman had left a pet store with her two-year-old kid and an older kid. They went into their driveway and a BMW pulled in behind them, got out of their car, got in the car to try and carjack the car because the woman had gotten out of the car first with her older child and was coming back for the younger child. In the process of carjacking the car, they ran over her, by the way, broke her pelvis, like broke her leg and then pulled off with the two-year-old in the car. So how does Volkswagen fit into this? So inside the car, there was something called Carnet. And Carnet is a GPS tracking device. And so the detectives called Carnet like, yo, we need to get the jacking for this car. And they said, we can't give it to you. Her subscription has expired. Oh. What? Oh, Y'all. Man. And refused. Even after the detectives were like, no, 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 here's the situation. They were like, yeah, nah, we can't. It's going to be a $150 fee. The sheriff department had to pay $150 to get the tracking for this car. And there was a two-year-old child in the back of the car. And by the time they got the tracking, it was discovered that the two-year-old had been dumped in a parking lot by itself. So Volkswagen and Carnet, y'all need to get it together. Because if that baby had died because of a $150 subscription fee for a GBS tracking device, oh my God. Anyway, the mother is still in the hospital. She has a broken pelvis and actually wasn't broken like a broken elbow. So that is today's Let Down. And it is really embarrassing for you, Volkswagen. Get it together. And she better get a free subscription to Carnet moving forward. Speaking of moving forward, we have more of the Amanda Seal Show next. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kiskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kiskali is right for you. Thank you so much for being tapped in on this hump day Wednesday. Two more days till Friday. All right. This is the Amanda Seals show and 855-AMANDA-8 is our phone number to call us up anytime. 855-262-6328. A lot of y'all are jumping on this statement that Andre 3000 said when he said hip hop don't have no fresh energy. None at all. Everybody just trying to get a check. It's all money driven. 855-AMANDA-8. Let's go to the phones real quick. Somebody got something to say about it. Hello, Amanda. Hello, DJ Nails. Hope everything is going well. Um, Andre 3000 is the GOAT, undisputed, because I'm originally from Atlanta. I live in New York now. Kendrick, I feel like the only person these days that actually has a message behind his music. Commerce and art don't mix. All these people out here now are making capitalist music. That's why Harry Styles won Album of the Year over Kendrick. They were sending Kendrick a message that whoever it is, that these awards are given to based off of whoever's ass opinions. They wanted to diss Kendrick by giving Harry Styles album of the year when all he puts out is capitalist pop music. No message. Really love your opinions. Love everything that you have to say. Um, you got me in my car screaming. And uh, yeah, appreciate you endlessly. I hope you both have an incredible day. God bless. I like her. 
<laughs> She's not wrong. Not wrong. Not wrong. Capitalist music. Listen, I mean, the pop music thing, I, I get it, you know? And I, I think for what it's worth, like Harry Styles, it was a nice album, but he, you're right. There is no messaging. And she does have a point because back in the day, they were giving awards out to the folks that actually had messages in their music. Look at Bob Dylan and Joni Mitchell and, you know, all of these folk artists. Like, they was really coming with the actual message. So I think that she's definitely saying something, and I love that thought. Capitalist music. I hadn't thought about that. Way. She gave me a term right there, capitalist music. But mm. I can't lie. I, love our I can't listeners. lie. Light me a little bit of watermelon sugar, though. You know, I won't lie to you. Mine, um, as it was, what was, what's, it, what's, it, what's the song? That, as it uh, was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do like that record. <laughs> but it's capitalist music, Nails. <laughs> All right? Just because it's a nice song doesn't mean it's the song of the year, the album of the year. You know what I mean? But by the way, just a side note, I discovered a new artist. She's new to me. Her name is Cleo Soul. She's out of England. She is unbelievable and i has been all we're playing in the house for like the past two weeks cleo soul look her up you will be so thankful that i put you on and i'm gonna give you a whole other one salt s-a-u-l-t it's a group out of england made up of a bunch of producers and no one knows who the producers are they only we only know like one or two of the producers they don't do any press they don't do any like big drops like that they just put out an album and there it is and when i tell you these folks have incredible music and cleo soul features on a lot of their stuff don't say i never gave you nothing we'll be right back samanda seals here and we're going to talk about the white students suing howard university for two million dollars you know what audacity is at an all-time high the amanda seals show we up we up we up we Welcome back. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. Remember to follow me on Instagram at Amanda Seals. Also check me out on the YouTubes at Amanda Seals TV. And every Wednesday you can get new episodes of my podcast, Small Doses, on the Urban One Podcast Network. All you got to do is go to wherever you get your podcasts and check it out. This week we have Shantae Trumpet, the sister who disarmed a DC shooter on a metro train. Y'all, that is some black superwoman thing right there. And of course... The end of Black History Month, but the beginning of Women's History Month. And so I feel like Shantae Trumpet is encapsulating both of those things. And you can check her out telling her story and why we need to get more familiar with firearms, even though we need to also be safe. You can check all of that out on Small Doses. Okay, what are we doing this this uh, hour with Black Current News? What do we got to tell the people? Our first story, we're going to jump into this white student who was suing Howard University for $2 million for racial discrimination? Ah. <sighs> So much to say, Neil. So much to say. And I will explain all of my thoughts on it when we talk about it. Because you must know that this headline is incomplete. Okay? Mm -hmm. It's incomplete. So we got to fill you in on the little holes in the headline. Because you know they're not going to tell you everything out the gate. So we're going to get into that. What else we got going on? Today kicks off Women's History Month. And the new Black Girl Magic Museum will officially open this month down in Dallas. Yes, we're going to share with you more information on that. And I think it's such a beautiful thing. And just long overdue. So great to be able to see that happening. And it's going down in Tejas. 
Also, I want to talk about the stay-at-home girlfriend movement. Been seeing a lot of TikToks about like a day in the life of a stay-at-home girlfriend. I did not know this was a thing, so I got to talk about it, and I want y'all to make sure you call me about it and fill me in. It's like the honey, the honey. What, what was it called? The honey packet. The honey. Oh, the honey the packet. Honey <laughs> the honey pack. The honey. Yeah. <laughs> what was it called? The honey pack. The honey pack. Yeah, I didn't know anything about that, but y'all, of course, put me into the know. So we're gonna get into that, and we also gonna talk about the backtrackers. The backtrackers. Yeah, all those folks that was out there talking about Megan The Stallion. Mm-hmm. They backtracking, but we gonna talk about that because I have more than just that to say. Stick around right here. We are gonna listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seals Show. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. It's your girl, Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, bringing you the facts and the laughs. And, uh, you know, we've got to talk about this whole Howard University situation. So shout out to the HBCU alum in the building. Yes. Nails, let's put the people on to what's going on. This blew my mind right here. I just saw this story where there's a white student who's suing Howard for $2 million for racial discrimination. This guy, his name is Michael Newman. He's suing Howard because he said that they created a hostile education environment. Now, mind you all that, you know, Howard is an HBCU and this guy is a white student who attended the school. I'm feeling like this man failed. Let me out just of stop you there. Let me just stop you there. What happens here is what always happens when white folks don't want to be held accountable for the situations they have created for themselves. Now, on the surface, this story looks like, well, what'd you expect? I mean, it's a white boy at a black school. Like, he's just feeling like a fish out of water. Okay. That is not what happened. That is a not full version of the story. He actually got expelled from Howard Mm. in 2022 after a series of incidents, one of which included him responding after posting. Okay, so you know the classic, classic is the wrong word, but you know the vintage photo of the slave with the scourge, it's called the scourged back photo. And it's actually the photo that the emancipation movie that Will Smith is in is -hmm. based on. And it's a shocking photo. And uh, the photo in there is a, a slave named Gordon who was exposing his back because he had been whipped several times in the fall of 1862. And we never know, we never found out like why, but that photo we know is a representation of just how terrible slavery is, right? Mm -hmm. Slavery was, it was definitely used by abolitionists to expose like, this is what's going on. He posted that photo and then added the caption, but we don't know what he did before the picture was taken. You want to get a whole (laughs) campus of black folks to not mess with you. You want to get a whole campus of black folks to feel some type of way about you. You want to create a hostile environment. Keep acting like that. Mm. That's how that happens. And apparently there's other incidents. This was just one. This is one. He sounds like a plant. He sounds like somebody they put there to try to undermine the structure of the HBCU to cause disruption. And now that's exactly what he's doing. Don't be fooled. Sound like he made the bed and he laying in it now. Listen, there's many white folks that attend HBCUs completely incident free. They end up understanding that they are a part of a space that is unique. They respect that space. They even join different spaces like that. I mean, what's the white guy who is a part of the Kappas and we always see him on the Internet strolling and everything like there's been centuries of black folks having to integrate and ameliorate ourselves to predominantly white spaces. We've done we've done this constantly. Okay, we continue to do this because there are so many 
predominantly white institutions that in order for black folks to attend, we know we're going to be the minority. So when this one comes crying about this, you always have to take a pause. And I think there's something that's been brainwashed in us to really like first and foremost, protect white people. So even if we consider ourselves black and proud, I can promise you there are people nails, black people that heard this story and their, their first thought was how they did that to that little white boy, Mm -hmm. because that's in your DNA to feel that way. But listen, you got to first and foremost find out the facts. And the facts is this person incited violence in terms of his like space, not maybe not physical violence, but he incited the ire of his classmates by doing things and saying things that were 1000% unacceptable. So there's that. Well, one place where you're not going to be talking about discrimination because there's not going to be posting, you know, ridiculous memes and acting brand new is the Black Girl Magic Museum. Where can Real they find big. you, Dales? I can't wait for this to open up, man. I just rang the bell for this lady right here. Uh, her name's Dominique Hamilton. There's a Black Girl Magic Museum that's opening up in Dallas. It's Southwest Center Mall. And this museum is going to honor all the contributions that Black women past and present have made. And this is so dope to see, especially during Women's History Month. Let me ring the bell for her one more time. Congratulations. Um, They've got 21 interactive exhibits, including uh, a journey from Madam C.J. Walker to Lula Williams, along with her husband, the famous entrepreneurs. They built and operated an auto repair garage, a confection shop, a rooming house. They built the famous Williams Dreamland Theater in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Like they've got all these things in this exhibit that I think it's going to be really special for folks. So if you are in Dallas, make it your business to go check out the new Black Girl Magic Museum celebrating black women and their rich history. All right. Now we are going to be talking about the backtrackers when we get back. Speaking of black women from Texas, a lot of folks had a lot to say about Megan Thee Stallion, a.k.a. telling her that she was a liar. And now that the conviction has come out, well, it's time for the backtrackers to start apologizing. We're going to talk about it when we get back to the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. And this next story is hilarious. And when I say hilarious, I'm being facetious. Please tell (laughs) us what we're talking about, Nails. We're talking about the backtrackers. So uh, Jada Kiss ended up saluting 50 Cent for apologizing to Megan Thee Stallion after he cracked on her. Listen to this. This is official, though, because he apologized to Megan. I thought that was dope. Why did you think that was dope? Because he he was clowning her before the verdict of the trial. He basically said she she was lying. So after the... You know, the outcome, as a man, he apologized to her. I think that was solid. I love Jada Kiss, but every time I listen to him, I always do this. <clears throat> I always clear my throat because of his the way he sounds. <laughs> you know, what? the part of this that I feel like is interesting is that it's like some kudos are supposed to be given for him apologizing. Like, oh, as a man, he apologized. As a man, he should have just kept his mouth shut because as a man, he should have understood that this was none of his business. And if he didn't have the facts, then he should have not been speaking on it as a man, as a person. But we love to give out props. Ooh, we love to give out props, you know? And by the way, like Jada actually in, he has a song where he actually like says something about it too. He says something referencing the whole Megan scenario. So I just want to make sure that we're not giving kudos where kudos don't need to be given. And I think this is a lot of kudo giving. And I feel like the apology should be just as loud as the disrespect. Where did he apologize? Like, where was that done? It was just on Instagram. It was a post. Well, 
That's my thoughts on that. <laughs> That's my thoughts on that. Like, instead of saying like, you know, actually, you know what? Let me not say this because I don't know the full interview. So I don't know if Jada Kiss actually gave props to Megan and said, you know, I'm glad that she got her conviction and blah, 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 because that really is something that should have been said. Like this happened to her. It's now proven that it's happened to her. There's been a conviction made. It should silence everybody. And honestly, we should be like overwhelmed with how much backtracking there is. Right. Like really, yep. it should yep. be like a super cut of a bunch of folks being like my fault. My bad. Where Drake? Where is Drake? Drake mm-hmm. did Jake woman on his last album has something to say. There better be a record. I just want to say my bad. For saying <laughs> that you was lying. That was really whack. And you know that I'm wilding. <laughs> Pecking myself up. Okay. Well, we are going to keep going right here at the Amanda Seal Show because it's not time for us to be out of here yet. And what I want to talk about next is this whole concept of the stay home girlfriend. Okay. The stay at home girlfriend. I've been eating up in the comments for saying that I just didn't know that this was a thing and I didn't know that it was an ambition. So we're going to talk about it. And maybe y'all can eat me up on the phone because I'm fine <laughs> with that. Give us a call right here. one 855 amanda 8 Stick around to the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Y'all, this is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. So, Nails, ever so often, you know, in my elder age, I come across things on the Internet that I didn't even know was a thing because it wasn't a thing like when I was growing up. But recently I've been seeing a lot of posts where it'll be like a day in the life of a stay at home girlfriend. And I just didn't know that that was a thing that was like an aspiration. I didn't even know it was an actual thing, like being a stay at home girlfriend. I guess what it just simply means is like being a stay at home wife. But I always have felt like when people talk about being a stay at home wife, it is usually either related to like, I am staying home because I'm raising the kids. You know what I'm saying? Or I am staying home because my husband is like independently wealthy or whatever. And uh, he's off working and I'm like running the charities and foundations. Have you heard of this whole stay at home girlfriend situation? Not until you sent me the Instagram post with a girl going all over the country with a dude that's just taking care of everything. It's actually all over the world. And it's not a dude. She's actually uh, with a woman. She's a lesbian. And So basically the way this came about was that I was on Instagram and there was a page that posted this woman who was showing us her life as a stay at home girlfriend. And she going on to like a vacation to like different countries, different islands. And in the comments, I put, wow, ambition has really changed with an upside down down smile face. And y'all know they came for me because they was like, how can you empower women while tearing down another black woman? You are bitter. You're shady. And listen, what I was really trying to say was. I just didn't know that this was something to aspire to, but I guess maybe it is, you know, I think there's a lot of energy these days um, that I see with folks really like wanting to live luxury without having to put in any work. And I'm not saying that that's not like something that is deserving. I mean, listen, we see white folks do that all the time, but my confusion nails is how we get to the luxury if there's no work and no generational wealth. How do we do it? Mm. How do we get to the luxury of not working while still living in luxury? How do we do that if we haven't amassed generational wealth and we're not working at all? I don't, I don't, I don't, the math don't math for me. The math don't math. (laughs) The math ain't mathing. I also feel like there's no security here. That's a professional sugar baby. That's what that is. Mm. 
damn. <laughs> Which, you know, listen, I guess some people are like, that's what I want for my life. I'm not even trying to judge. I'm just saying I didn't know that that was a thing that we are presenting as goals. That's what I was trying to say. Like, I didn't know that was goals, but I guess anything can be goals. You know, it's it's, it's whatever you feel is best for you. Because I see a lot of the sisters in the comments like, where do I sign up? I just want to say this. There's no security in that situation. Boom. Like you are completely reliant on somebody and you're not bringing in any income. So you're relying just on their income. And I just feel like that is a sketchy setup. <laughs> just Literally. A sketchy setup. <laughs> Literally. You could be somewhere in another country with your sugar daddy or your, at, your, your boyfriend mm. that you stand at home for and he get pissed off at you because you don't want to give him no pie. Guess what? You're stuck in whatever country that is, baby. Listen, I just want us to all have the opportunity for like our best goodness and self, you know, self wellness, et cetera. So, so I'm always thinking about like, yeah, but how do we make sure we're okay? How do we make sure you're okay? And I don't know, maybe, maybe she put some money away so that she don't get herself in that situation. But I will say that that was something new to me. This whole stay at home girlfriend, if you got thoughts on it, hit me up. One eight five five Amanda eight. Y'all, they was eating me up in them comments. I had to delete the comment because I didn't want to get no more eat up. I didn't <laughs> Damn. <want> <laughs> Somebody gonna come like, on. I don't want to get eaten up no more. They was like, hang, 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 hang. I was like, ah, okay, never mind. <laughs> so, anyways, hit me up. 1 855 Amanda 8. That's 1 855 262 This is the Amanda Seal Show, and we'll be back with some more calls. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back. The Amanda Seals Show right here. I'm Nails. That is Amanda Seals. 855-262-6328. Again, it's 855-AMANDA-8. That's the phone number to call if you want to chime in on any conversation that you hear over here on the show in the podcast. Now, we're going to go to the phones because the Twitter user asked, is it a red flag for a woman that doesn't have friends? What you got to say? Hi, Amanda. So... I, I guess when you're young, you know, you want to have a lot of friends. I'm a little older. I'm in my mid-30s now. And my friendship, I guess, which has changed. I don't really define friends as what I did when I was younger. Now my friends consist of really, like, my mom. She's pretty much my best friend. And then I have friends that are not family members. But they're the people that I actually talk to the most people that I can actually lean on or I need to like, you know, just share. But I think when you get older, your friendships, they either, you know, change with time or your definition of friendship evolves. Facts. Absolutely. What do you think? I agree with her. Um, as you get older, you realize how you, you could use the difference. You can use acquaintances. You could use coworker. You could use colleague. Yeah. Like you're learning the difference between your Homies. real friends homies homies yeah that's the other one that you <laughs> yeah you you know it's the difference when you get older as she said on the call like when you're younger you want to have a lot of friends because you think that the most friends you know that makes you more popular or whatnot but as you get older you realize the ones who are really there for you and that you can actually trust and that's just maturation you know some people it takes longer some people it takes shorter but at the end of the day you just want to make sure that you have people around you that genuinely care about you and you got to kind of like Keep your eyes open to see what that actually is. They can't just take that for granted. All right. Well, I love you all calling in and sharing your thoughts because I really feel like people learn from hearing other perspectives. So keep calling us. one 262 What about your friends? All right. How do you consider friends? What do you make? What do you think makes a friend? one 262 Now, Bow Wow would like to tell us what makes a groupie. So we're going to get into that right here at the Amanda Seal Show. Stick around. Amanda Seal Show. We up, 
Show. I'm Amanda Seals. We are here to continue to give you more laughs and facts. I'm your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. And uh, we got the homie DJ Nails with us every morning telling us the black red news of it all. What do we got for the folks? Yeah, we're going to kick it off with Take It Down. It's actually an app that will allow teens and you listening to remove your explicit images all over social media and the videos too. And we're going to tell you what uh, sites are actually participating right now because it's not all of them yet, but we are going to let you know like where this is actually going to be able to be utilized as of today and why you would want to utilize it. What else we got going on? Bow Wow, Mr. 106 in Park. He said, men can be the worst groupies. I know somebody just heard me say that and they're like, oh my God, yes, yes. We'll talk about that this hour. Well, we are definitely going to get into that. We also have the big up and let down. Big up, big up. Let down. So we're going to get into that and make sure that you get into us on social media. All you got to do is follow us at Seals Set It and give us a call at one 855 amanda 8 That's 1-855-262-6328 if you want to share any news with us, if you want to tell us about something's going on in your life. It doesn't have to necessarily be about a topic. Sometimes it's really just you being like, oh my God, let me tell y'all about this amazing thing. And we will share it with the people. All right. Listen, laugh and learn. It's the Amanda Seals Show. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. And uh, I have not, you know, I did not have social media as a teenager. So I think that it's a really very crazy space to have as a teenager because, you know, the teen years is a lot of learning. It's a lot of learning and mistakes get made. Yep. Yep. A lot of mistakes get made, like sending explicit pictures and stuff. You know, think you're doing something good, but you get older and you kind of regret that. Well, there's an app for that, right? There's an app called Take It Down. It's a new online tool that will allow teens and, you know, people that grew up that did wild things when they were teens. It'll allow you to take down your explicit videos and pictures of yourself from the internet. And it's being operated by the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children and funded by Meta, IG and Facebook's parent company. And Take It Down is an anonymous, uh, it will basically let you anonymously create a digital fingerprint for that image called a hash. And it goes to a whole database and participate in companies like Facebook and IG and Ubo and OnlyFans. I don't know why people would want to take down their explicit content on OnlyFans because they get paid for it. And on Pornhub, it'll allow them to pull it down if you don't want it up on there anymore. And it's an encrypted, it's an encrypted, uh, wait, basically the apps like encrypted ones like WhatsApp and Snapchat, that won't allow you to take it down. Snapchat be the main one. Mm-hmm. That's the one I feel like they be doing the most with. Yeah. Mm, well, hopefully that will change because I feel like, again, that's the one that most be happening on. But I would love to ask you, do you think that the teens will actually use this? I don't think the teens that are just willy nilly out here sending pictures and videos like that would use it. But the ones who end up in those situations where well, we covered this in a previous episode of the show where there are people who catfish teenagers and they tell them, hey, send me this picture, send me that picture. And once they do, 
they try and use that as ransom. Like, yo, if you don't send me oh, this yes. amount of money, Story. I'm going to dangle yeah. this over your head. Like, I, I think those teens will use it. But the ones who are out here willy nilly all wow, I don't think they'll care about it. I feel you. Well, we shall see. And Twitter and TikTok have also not committed to the project yet. But I think this is something that's moving in the right direction as we see technology become more and more and more a part of our everyday lives and just really immersive. There's going to have to be methods like this that people can utilize. So that is the story on uh, Take It Down. And hopefully people will get use out of it. And that will make it a lot more effective to stopping people even putting things up. Because if you know it can get taken down, you're not even going to try and put it up. Now, coming up next, Bow Wow is tired of putting up with thirst balling in the club. We're going to explain what that phrase means when we get back to the Amanda Seals show. The Amanda Seals show. We up, we up, we up. We're here at the Amanda Seals show and uh, we have a message. We have a message from little Bow Wow. <laughs> yeah, men stop thirst balling in the club. <laughs> Amanda made that word up, thirst balling. But listen to this. Men have to be the most groupied out, annoyingest creatures in a nightclub. Ladies, it's not the ladies, it's not the women. And I tell women this all the time. They be like, oh, your sex is going to be full of groupies. Da, da, da. Oh, yeah, it's going to be some baddies for sure. Like, <laughs> that's the only way it's got to be. But these dudes, though, y'all got to stop thirst balling in the club. Like, that's. It's crazy. They be pushing the women out the way to get as close as they can to the dude, like to the to the celebrity. This shit gotta stop. It's just time for niggas to have like some proper club etiquette. Have a good time, kick it, get on something. Instead of watching me have fun all night, get on something. <laughs> Listen, I remember back in the day uh, in New York, Angela Yee used to do these um, bowling parties. And like celebrities would fall through on a regular basis, whatnot. And so it was like a, it was a very like VIP kind of thing. Right. And Mm -hmm. so every time, like, like I would say Jay-Z had come like maybe one or two times, but both times the amount of men who stopped everything to videotape with their flip phones, mm -hmm, taking it back (laughs) to videotape with their T-Mobile sidekicks, Hove bowling. Like they're just standing there like they're VIP too. Like it's not even like they're like behind some red velvet rope. Like they're really right there and they're taping Hove. And I'm just like, y'all are such cornballs. This is unbelievable. He's not paying you any mind. Zero mind. Well, you know, the funny thing about that is it's not just regular regular dudes that's doing it too. It's a lot of male celebrities that do the same thing. Like who? Well, I'm just saying I'm not in general. I don't know a name in general, but I'm saying like you see men in the club on IG posting up on their story, climbing over women and everything to try and post up like that. They on the stage or they're right behind this artist or, you know, they place themselves in a position where they the spotlight, you know, I don't understand. I mean, I, I, you know, I just the clout. I don't know what that brings. So I guess it's hard for me to understand, like, why someone would do that. I mean, maybe it makes him feel you know, like more full to have been in such close proximity to somebody who they feel like is popping. Maybe they feel like they will, I don't know, by some kind of like osmosis, like get some of their energy and like that will help them propel themselves. I don't know. But according to Bow Wow, get some etiquette in the club and stop pushing up harder than the ladies. All right. That Reynolds, Reynolds Bird's home, but Bow Wow should be happy that people trying to be groupies around him anyway. I said it. You said it. You're in Columbus. But you said it. But I feel like a lot of Columbus agrees with you. Oh, yeah. Columbus. All right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we got the. Figo, figo. Let down. When we come back, don't go anywhere. It's the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. 
another show under our belt. It's another Wednesday done. I hope your rest of the day is just as good as the last few minutes or hours that you spent with us yeah. <laughs> here at the Amanda Seals Show. We talked about a lot of topics. It is moving fast. It is moving fast. We talked a lot. About, uh, we talked about a lot of topics. If you missed any of the things that we talked about, you can always take a listen wherever you get your podcast. We talked about Deion Sanders and what he said about what he looks for in football players. We talked about the stay-at-home girlfriend movement. We talked about the white dude who is suing Howard University for discrimination. That's just a couple of the things we talked about. So if you missed it, you may want to get into that. Make sure you go and get your podcast. The Amanda Steele Show is all you got to do to find that. And then you can call us at one eight five five Amanda eight. What we got coming up tomorrow? On Thursday's show, we'll have all your Black Red news, plus the Big Up Letdown, and we'll get into Flowrider, who seems to bump LL Cool J out of the way to become the 11th richest rapper. And diversity officers hired back in 2020, well, they're losing their jobs, and the ones that remain are mostly white. Which feels like a complete counterintuitive position to hold as a white person. Nonetheless, uh, we will definitely get into that. You know, that, that George Floyd guilt money is drying up. If you missed any part of the show, remember, again, get your podcast and then call us up. one 855 8 Remember, I am Amanda Seals and you, we are each other's business. So let's make sure that we look out for each other because when we do, we lift each other up. Speaking of that, actually, before I go, make sure you get your tickets to Smart, Funny and Black live going down at the Novo on May 18th. All you got to do is go to amandaseals.com and get your tickets because we'll be doing the goddamn thing in Los Angeles, California, and you don't want to miss it. All right, everyone have a great rest of your day and we'll see you right here tomorrow on, as Nails calls it, Thirsty Thursday. Yeah. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up.